Don't turn it up, please. Hey, it's your man Benz Pharrell. We're thinking out loud. How's everybody doing out there? I hope everybody's doing well. Anyway, ran into a story. This one is kind of a big deal. This is Major League Baseball. Uh, Justin Verlander, he used to be with the Astros, and he was traded to the Mets, the New York Mets, last year. But, well, I think there's a deal that's about to happen. Justin Verlander back with the Astros as Mets unloads second ace at MLB trade deadline. In a Houston reunion, Justin Verlander is back with the Astros just before the MLB trade deadline, according to multiple reports. The Mets already unloaded Max Schertz, Scherzer to the Texas Rangers as their 2023 season has not been going according to plan. Yeah. Uh, New York will reportedly acquire outfield prospect Drew Gilbert, the Astros' top prospect per MLB pipeline, and at least one other prospect, according to the MLB.com news sources. All right. Like Scherzer situation, Verlander had to approve the move back to Houston as he has a no-trade clause in the two-year $86.67 million deal he signed this past offseason. Verlander gave the nod to push the deal forward to head to a familiar Houston team. He just won a goddamn Cy Young and World Series series within a 2022, the New York Post has reported. All right, so Verlander gave the nod to push the deal forward to head back to his familiar Houston team. He just won with Cy Young and the World Series, all right? So the Mets added that the 40-year-old Verlander, he is pretty old, just offseason by matching Searcher, $43.3 million annual average value that he signed on for with his three-year, he signed on for with his three-year $130 million deal last season to head to Queens. All right, so... The Mets added the 40-year-old Van La- Verlander this offseason by matching Scherzer, the $43.3 million annual average value that he signed on for with his three-year $130 million deal last season to head to Queens. Now that the Mets have traded away the two most expensive players per year in league history as owner Steve Cohen Looks ahead to building his young core for the future. Gilbert, who was the 28th overall pick of the 2022 MLB draft, adds to the group of prospects that the Mets receive in their blockbuster trades. All right. I don't even know. Acuna. Y'all know Acuna. I can't say his first name. Uh, Luis Luis Angel Acuna. That's how I'm going to say it. The younger brother of Ronald Acuna Jr. was acquired in the searcher deal. The Mets are near the bottom of the National League East this season, despite owning the league's top payroll to start the season at $344 million, which was well over the next closes. 
The New York Yankees at $278 million. New York is currently 50 to 55 on the year and 17.5 games back of the Atlanta Braves for the division lead, while sitting six games back of a wild card spot in the crowded National League race. The Astros, on the other hand, are just a half a game back of the you know, American League West lead, which the Rangers currently possess. Houston is the second wild card slot as of Tuesday. While Verlander hasn't been pitching to his Cy Young abilities this season, he's still enjoying a 3.15 uh, ERA over 94.1 innings in his 19th MLB season. He returns to an Astros pitching staff that has the fifth best ERA in baseball as a team, 3.82, 3.82. And with rotation arms like Jose Yacurity, Luis Garcia, and Lance McCullers Jr., all on the 60-day injured list, his services are needed to keep pushing toward October baseball. Justin Verlander. Will he make it? He's pretty old, but the Mets wasn't doing that good. Who's who really caught my eye this season for the 2023 is um the Baltimore Orioles. They've been doing great. Verlander has massive success during his time in Houston as he was traded to them during the 2017 season while still with the Detroit Tigers in five seasons of work. Verlander owns a 2.26 ERA uh, over 652 innings with 825 strikeouts with the Astros. You get that? Well, the biggest thing is he's going back to the Astros which is it raises eyebrows. See what I'm saying? It's a big deal. I know uh, some of you guys are not sports fanatics, but I'm definitely one. I haven't been keeping up with my baseball games this year. I kept up with it last year in 2022. I haven't really kept up this year because I've been doing new endeavors and stuff like that. You know, but Verlander is a good pitcher. He's incredible, and he's incredibly old. But I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. I'm going to leave the age alone and stuff. He's still good. He's a superstar. I got to tell you that. And this is like a big deal right here. So, And I do need to cover some sports in my life. But I'm more into the black culture at the time being because... The 2024 election is coming up, so I'm just keeping up with all of the politics and stuff like that. I don't do too much of the politics. I only do the reality checks that's going on in every major city in America. Like, so the voters could, like, make their own decision between which running candidate they want to pick out of. You see what I'm saying? I haven't been really... Nobody hasn't oppressed me in the Republican side and nobody hasn't oppressed me in the democratic side 
but who do got my attention is the independent candidates that are running for the 2024 election. So, I, like I said, basically, I'm just shining a light in all of the nonsense that's going on all across America. See what I'm saying? The the debates and the um, accusations from politicians to politicians, I don't get into that because none of that stuff you could verify. It's just one uh, senator or maybe a goddamn representative or a congressman or a goddamn legislator, like... Or the governors, you know, they lash out at each other. They play games with each other just to make, just to get their point across. So sometimes it's hard to, like, goddamn news cover those antics and those semantics between all of these politicians because none of it makes sense. And then it's going to confuse the listeners. So that's why I don't jump into the politics like that, you know? So let me see what else is next. Migrant shelters are full. So what's next? Sleeping on Madison Avenue, all right? It's a striking season. Just step from Grand Central. On one side of the Madison Avenue, there's a tourist. People commuting to go to work, going about their daily lives. On the other side, it's a different world. There are rows of people lining up on the sidewalk, many of whom have been sleeping there overnight as they wait to be processed at the intake center at the Roosevelt, Roosevelt Hotel. The mayor has said there is no more room in the city shelters, but hasn't yet explained what the plan to house these people will look like moving forward. The migrants. All right. Many of the people who have spoken with news sources said while they were under no illusion that life in the U.S., the United States would be easy, they thought there would be more working opportunities or more work opportunities. Man, this chair make a lot of noise and shit. I don't like that. Others, others there, though, said they are just happy to be in a safe place having fled cartels and political persecution in their home countries. So the migrant stuff is wild over there in Midtown Manhattan. Man, I got to find out what I be eating every day because so, I could tell something was hurting me. But we ain't enough about me. We're going to keep going on New York City, what's going on. New York City subway rider repeatedly stabbed in the stomach in Brooklyn. Damn, what's up with the goddamn people stabbing each other over there? Long Island police are searching for two men wanted in a Brooklyn subway stabbing. Investigators released the photos of the suspects that did the Q train attack. Police say the man got into a verbal dispute with the victim, 39-year-old... Um, Late Saturday night, as the train approached the Church Avenue station, officials say the two punched the victims. It was two suspects. They punched the victim several times in the face and body, and one of them stabbed him twice in the stomach with an unknown object. The victim was taken to an area hospital, and he's in stable condition. This shit happens almost every day in New York City. 
somebody getting stabbed. People don't know how to act civilized at all. Uh, what else? I covered the Gilgo Beach murders. Let me see suspect Rex Herman to make second court appearance. All right, nah, not yet. All right, let me see. Body of naked man discovered inside barrel that washed ashore in Malibu. Uh, let me see. Driver and deadly temp Uber crash pleads guilty to endangerment. Let me see. You know how I do. This is thinking out loud with your man Ben's Pharrell. Let's see what's up with this one right here. All right. Tempe, Arizona. All right, the backup Uber driver for a self-driving vehicle that killed a pedestrian in suburban Phoenix in 2018 pleaded guilty Friday to endangerment in the first fatal collision involving a fully autonomous um, vehicle. The crash happened in Tempe back in March 2018. Elaine Hertzberg was struck and killed as she was as she walked a bicycle outside the lines of a crosswalk. Okay, so the victim, course records show Vasquez told investigators the victim came out of nowhere and she didn't see Hertzberg before the crash. The backup driver identified as 49-year-old Raphilia Vasquez has been charged with negligent homicide but reached a plea agreement with prosecutors. The judge who accepted the plea sentenced Vasquez, 49-year-old, to a three years of supervised probation. Uh, prosecutors say Vasquez was streaming a TV show on her phone and video shows her looking down just before the collision. Vasquez's attorney stated their client was looking at a message active uh, message a messaging activity used by the Uber employees on a work cell phone that sat on her right knee. The voice was playing on Vasquez's personal cell phone, which was sitting on the passenger seat, they said. Prosecutors declined to file criminal charges against Uber and Herzberg death and Mrs. Herzberg death after the National Transportation Safety Board concluded that the main cause of the crash was Vasquez's failure to monitor the road. The crash in Arizona wasn't the first involving an Uber autonomous test vehicle. In March 2017, an Uber SUV flipped onto its side, also in Tempe. No serious injuries were reported, and the driver of the other car was cited for a Okay, the other car was cited for a violation. Yeah. Uh, Herzberg trial will be held in Phoenix. Uh, Herzberg's death was the first involving an autonomous test vehicle, but not the first. Okay. I already told y'all that. The driver, because there's a whole bunch crammed into one paragraph. Uh, the driver of a Tesla Model S was killed in 2016 when his car operating on its autopilot system crashed into a tractor trailer in Florida. 
and Hertzberg's death, the contributing factors cited by the NTSB, the National Transportation, uh, I forgot what it, how you say it. You know what it is. The NTSB, that's the agency that does crashes, truck crashes, airplane crashes. They investigate all of that stuff. Uh, included, the NTSB board included Uber's inadequate safety procedures and an effective, ineffective oversight of its drivers. Herzberg's decision to cross the street outside of a crosswalk and the Arizona Department of Transportation insufficient oversight of the autonomous vehicle testing. The board also concludes Uber's deact deactivation of its automatic emergency braking system increased the risk associated with testing automated vehicles on public roads. Instead of systems, Uber relied on the human backup driver to intervene. The Uber system detected Herzberg 5.6 seconds before the crash, but it failed to determine whether she was a bicyclist, pedestrian, or an unknown object, or that she was headed into the vehicle's path, the board stated. The backup driver was there to take over the vehicles if systems fell. The death reverberated God damn, I hate when I do this shit. The death reverberated throughout the auto industry and Silicon Valley and forced other companies to slow what had been a fast march towards autonomous rides, Helen services. All right. So the death of Miss Um, the death of Miss Uh Herzberg. It vibrated throughout the auto industry and the Silicon Valley and forced other companies to slow what had been a fast push toward an autonomous ride Helen service. Uber pulled its service, its self-driving cars out of Arizona, and then Governor Doug Ducey prohibited that the company from continuing its test of self-driving cars. So the uh, governor of Arizona stopped the company from testing out all of the self-driving vehicles because of the incidents that it's been having over the years. You know, Vasquez has had previously spent more than four years in prison for two felony convictions, making false statements, false statements when obtaining unemployment benefits and attempting armed robbery. So she had like an attempted armed robbery and and then she was trying to falsify documents, trying to get unemployment and stuff before starting work as an Uber driver, according to court documents. That's crazy to me, though, but whatever. Uh, let me see. Yeah, so that's crazy. So Hasberg. I gotta go back up here. I gotta go back. So the backup Uber driver for a self-driving vehicle that killed a pedestrian in suburban Phoenix in 2018 pleaded guilty Friday to the endangerment in the first fatal collision involving a fully autonomous vehicle. 
The crash happened in Tempe back in March 2018. Elaine Herzberg was struck and killed as she was walking a bicycle outside the lines of a crosswalk. Okay, so court records show that Vasquez told investigators the victim came out of nowhere and she didn't see Miss Hertzberg before the crash. The backup driver identified as 49-year-old Rafilia Vasquez has been charged with negligent homicide but reached a plea agreement with the prosecutors. The judge who accepted the plea sentence Vasquez 49-year-old to the three-year of supervised probation. Prosecutors say Vasquez was streaming a television show on her phone and video shows her looking down just before the collision. Vasquez's attorney said their client was looking at a messaging activity used by the Uber employees on a work cell phone that sat on her right knee. The voice was playing on Vasquez's personal cell phone, which was sitting on the passenger seat. They said, prosecutors declined to file criminal charges against Uber and Hertzberg's death after the National Transportation Safety Board, which is NTSB, when I was trying to say earlier, concluded that the main cause of the crash was Vasquez's failure to monitor the road. The crash in Arizona wasn't the first involving Uber autonomous test vehicles. And in March 2017, you know what I'm saying? I already told you. I'm just re-saying re it. I got to just reread it for you so you can understand what I'm trying to tell you. You know, I don't know what's wrong with my lips. It don't want to move. It don't want to enunciate, but it's getting into my nerves right now. An Uber SUV flipped onto its side, also in Tempe. No serious injuries were reported, and the driver of the other car was cited for a violation. Herzberg's trial will be held in Phoenix. Mrs. Herzberg's death was the first involving an autonomous test vehicle, but not the first in a car with some self-driving features. The driver of a Tesla, Model S, was killed in 2016 when his car, operating on its autopilot system, crashed into a tractor trailer in Florida. Uh, in Hertzberg's death, the contributing factors cited by the NTSB board included Uber's inadequate safety procedures and ineffective oversight, its ineffective oversight of its drivers. Hertzberg's decision to cross the street outside of a crosswalk and the Arizona Department of Transportation insufficient oversight of, of, the, of the autonomous vehicle testing. The board also concluded Uber's deactivation of its automatic emergency braking system increased the risk associated with testing automated vehicles on public roads. Instead of the system, Uber relied on the human backup driver to intervene. All right. The reason why I got to like read this all over again so people could like get it and plunge it in their head about this AI bullshit that they keep freaking rambling about. Because like I said earlier, like I don't do politics like that, but I talk about the reality checks so you could think on your own. And be like, okay, hey, I can't do nothing to us. We always have to intervene. Because guess who created AI? We did, humans. So I'm just 
stating the obvious so you can make your own decisions. Don't say that I never helped. Moving along. All right. Let me see. The Uber system detected Herzberg 5.6 seconds before the crash, but it failed to determine whether she was a bicyclist or pedestrian or an unknown object or that she was just heading into the vehicle's path, the board stated. The backup driver was there to take over the vehicle if the system fell. The death reverberated, reverberated throughout the auto industry and Silicon Valley and forced other companies to slow what had been a fast march toward autonomous riding Helen services. Uber pulled its self-driving cars out of Arizona and then Governor Doug Ducey prohibited the company from continuing its test of self-driving cars. All right, so Vasquez has previously spent more than four years in prison for two felony convictions, making false statements when obtaining unemployment benefits and attempted armed robberies before starting work as an Uber driver, according to the court documents. See what I'm saying? I'll just give it to you raw. I gave it to you so you could think about it by yourself. All right? So when these politicians jump with these headlines saying this, oh, if we do this, this is what's going to happen, and these goddamn CEOs start running their mouth, you can use your head and see it's all fucking politics, political science, um, lies, strategic um, chats to make you think in other ways, all right? So I'm helping you read between the lines so you can make your own choices, a rational choice, especially for your future and your loved one's future, all right? So I'm going to hit you with another segment. Don't worry. This is your man, Ben Farrell, with Thinking Out Loud. Peace. Both day